Well, good morning, little brother. It's Early Break with Zip and Jay. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back in early break, 93.7 The Ticket, TicketFM.com. Almost through day number four of uh, the wake up with Nick and Sip. Uh, Jake will be back on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Jake is on vacation. He'll be back. He will be back. Jake Sorensen. He'll be back. Crazy Jake will be back. With, I'm sure, a lot of cool stories from Lake Tahoe. Yeah, and I got to thank you. I I, I think I've – I don't know how often I've thanked you. I want to thank you publicly – You've done a wonderful job. Oh, thank you, Sip. Yeah, it's I been mean, fun. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I hope the listeners have enjoyed it. I think they have. Hopefully, the Vegas Bobcat weighs in. The Vegas Bobcat's been listening all week. Good stuff. Been texting all week. He said this about respecting North Dakota, Georgia Southern, Northwestern. You've seen the light, Sipple. Why are you? Why are you so assuming you will beat Northwestern? Man, it's because amen. of elitism. It's because elitism. Nebraska fans are trained. Uh, many Nebraska fans of a certain age have been trained just to take for granted certain mm-hmm. things, certain games. We have to get away from that. Yeah. Nebraska is no longer the program that that you can take for granted any game. I was going to say that maybe that's maybe that's what I was looking for last segment when you said. Something along the lines of that's how college football is now. You know, North Dakota or or any group of five team can come in and, and win a game against a Power Five program nowadays. FCS. I would say more. That's just how Nebraska is. They they wait. What? That's how Nebraska can is. That's college football, Nick. To an extent, but in the last, in, how the, about Kansas State? How many games have they lost to North Dakota State? Well, do you, would you? I mean, do you scoff at North Dakota State if he, I don't if they scoff come in? at I don't scoff at the upper level FCS teams. I don't think I, I don't think you can. But right. I'm also saying that what makes this conversation tougher to have is when you sit back and you realize that Nebraska is like that. All right, is they allow that to happen? Well, Nebraska's sunk into where a lot of teams are. Yeah. I mean, come on, Nebraska hasn't sunk so far no, back. Definitely that, not. No, they're they're in a pack of what? What would you say? Nebraska's in a pack of. Mm, they're, you know, from about number 25 in the country to what, number 60? Pretty similar situations, right? Y- yes. Wouldn't you say Nebraska's in that pack? If Nebraska goes 3-0, and Nick, they'll probably be in the top 25. And, yeah. you, and you would agree they have a pretty good chance to go 3-0. If Absolutely. they go 3-0 and and play well, my guess is they'll be ranked for the Oklahoma game. So we mentioned that. So – we were talking about how this whole topic came up because Nebraska's, as of June 16th, 2022, Nebraska's favored in five of their first six games. Favored. So you would ex- if they do their job, right, the biggest thing that we've talked about in Nebraska and what's been missing is they just need to do their job, um, they would be 5-1 and one heading into week seven, which I believe is Purdue. With that, that in mind. That would be at Purdue in a very tough game. At yeah, Purdue. With, with Aiden O'Connell, who is – the second team or second best quarterback in the Big Ten, probably according to, to Athlon's preseason rankings. And and keep in mind that Purdue feels like the strength of its team is its defense. Yes. So it's not only e- after after they lost George Karloftis. Right. 
So that tells you something. But so Bird and Columbus sent this in just last segment, and I wanted to get to it. Um, he sent in his 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 book as of this morning. Nebraska, 12.5-point favorite against Northwestern, 29.5-point favorite against North Dakota, 20.5-point favorite against Georgia Southern. Now, when I say take care of business, I think Nebraska fans are at a point. They don't care if Nebraska covers. I don't think so. Either. Just get the job done. Right. And, and look, look good, look, though. Look good doing it. Yeah. You can win a game against Georgia Southern by 14 points without turning the ball over. Yeah, and you can look good beating Georgia Southern by 14. I think you can. Now, some people are going to push back on that, but I think you can now, look good enough. With that being said, you could probably beat North Dakota by 14 and turn over the football twice and commit penalty. Like, there, there are ways, and that's kind of my – that's why I'm not tiptoeing, but I'm cautious entering this season is because with the schedule being manageable, let's say Nebraska goes seven or 6-6 six and six this year, and it looked, it, they go against a manageable schedule. They go 6-6. Six and six. And at the end of the season, there's a possibility we go, we go back and go, all right, what did we learn? How good did Nebraska truly look in those games? Because you'll play Indiana, and Indiana doesn't have a quarterback. They went 2-10 and 10 last year, and there's not, they don't have a very high ceiling this year. No, they don't. So you could they look. They really don't. Like there, there are possibilities that Nebraska, just with on sheer talent, on pure talent, will be able to beat some of the teams that they play on the schedule this year. North Dakota being one of them. Georgia Southern being another. Indiana being one Rutgers another Rutgers being another. Rutgers. Yeah, so like you sit here and you go, all right, there's a way that Nebraska looks at this or, or is at the end of the season and we look back and go, they didn't win against, they, they won against X team, but did they look good doing it? Did the development, did we, did we, were we proven that there was development? Were we shown that there's been development from week zero against Northwestern to week 12 against Iowa? Well, what are you looking for? You're, we know what. Discipline. We, exactly. Discipline that, that leads to fewer flags up front, for instance. Mm-hmm. Remember the Oklahoma, the start to the Oklahoma game with the flags on the offensive line, which was a, deb- which it was a debacle. That was a debacle. So, okay. You're looking for special teams improvement. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not asking for for the number one special Absolutely teams. Not. I'm not asking for the number one special teams team in the country. I'm just asking for obvious improvement, starting yeah. with the people who touch the ball, the punter, the place kicker, and the return men. So this. Sorry. Go ahead. Just okay. We're looking for those things, and you're looking. For a team, I'm looking for a team on offense that's more well-rounded, and I'm looking for a yeah. team on defense that is is consistently strong against the run. Mm-hmm. And th- that's that's if you're asking me what I'm looking for, those are the main things. I, I agree with you, and so this is actually works into the conversation that I was having with Nathan yesterday, Sip. Where, I, and I want to get your thoughts on this. I said the way that college football is now, like if if you want to think about a two-year plan for Nebraska, two-year plan, two-year plan from this point. If they go eight and four this year, and they show development, you're encouraged for next season. And what's in the Big Ten West? It's how do I get over that hump, right? I was trying to get over that hump, and to where they can become a a, 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 cons- a consistent ten win program and and actually compete and not losing the Big Ten title by forty points to Ohio State. How does Nebraska get over that hump? And I was telling Nathan yesterday, like this season, you want to see development from week zero to week twelve. And then, because with with the guys, whether it's the guys that are, are here for the for a couple years from the transfer portal that you got, or the guys that you bring in from high school and you develop, because then you're able to go with the way that college football is nowadays. You're able to go into the transfer portal and pl- or pick a couple guys and go, what's one what's what's one position that we're missing 
that we just need an instant impact that's going to take us to 10 wins? Mm -hmm. What's going to take us to a New Year's Six Bowl? Think about it. Like, if Nebraska is missing a running back heading or at the end of a season that they went 8-4, and four, they're able to go in and get a possible Kenneth Walker type. Now, obviously, that's wishing for wishing upon a shooting star, basically. And it's and there's a thin possibility that that happens. But Nebraska's able to go into the transfer portal and go, our one or two missing pieces is a running back, is okay. a special teams All returner. Right. I get what and you're saying. And that's what takes Nebraska over the top. So, like, well, this, year, trying this year, that's why development is such a key. And, and Nebraska could go 6-6, six and six, and on paper, yeah, you won six games, you're going to a bowl game, which is the best finish under Scott Frost. But how did it look? And how does that leave you going into next season? Right. Well, a couple thoughts. First of all, Nebraska has shown it can go to the portal and, and, Absolutely. and do good business. Absolutely. And that – so, yeah, that is a plus. If you didn't have that, if you were a team that – like Purdue, for instance, not really participating too much in that world – you look at this different. Nebraska is a full participant, an active participant, and has shown it can shore up deficiencies on its schedule that on, on its roster. Excuse me, that way. Yeah. I mean, the one factor you left out in that discussion, if they if they can get to eight and four and show progress and development, you also get another year with this staff. Exactly, and that's what, and then that's what people will hunger for. Mm-hmm. Frost keep this staff together you know okay they do what's needed for Frost to retain his job the next part of that conversation is okay keep the staff together Mm -hmm. keep the staff together as as much as you can now if they get good people are going to keep coming after Fisher yeah Travis Fisher they're gonna they might come out you know somebody could come after Mickey Joseph keep the staff together somehow Mm -hmm. um I think Whipple's at the stage of his career where he'd probably just as soon as a 60-plus-year-old just stay put. You know, I don't know if yeah. Whipple would be on the move. if Nebraska, Say Nebraska throws a nine-win um, season. Now, now, if people are coming after your staff, that would be a good problem to have, but it'd be it great be. if Scott can keep it intact. And, and I think I agree with you on Mark Whipple. It's not like he's going to go take a head coaching job at some some power, group of five schools. You wouldn't think so or go back career. in the NFL. Yeah, you're absolutely right. right. All right, we're running a couple minutes late. We can, oh, we got to go. Yeah, yeah. We, can, we can maybe continue this conversation in the spillover with DP and Jay here in a couple minutes, but it's time to play the game show. Sit, show, sit, show. Oh, whoa, yeah, there whoa. You go. I got to mute one of these. Um, how do you feel about MLB managers? I I feel like that's a – Potential for embarrassment, but let's oh, do no. it. Oh, no. Okay, let's well, do it. I apologize. It's time to play game show 402-464-5685. Call now. It's time to shut up, Sipple. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play 464 464- Five six eight five. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, call now 402-464-5685 to play the game show. Win some bagels. Thanks to Bagels and Joe. Gus is writing somebody on the board. Sip's record, I believe you're 18 and 11. 18 and 12. 18 and 12. All right. We go to Pete on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Pete, good morning. How do you feel about major league managers? Well, it's Keith, not P 
Keith. Really oh, good. Sounds good, Keith. Let me. Uh, it's it's all it, it's all good. Uh, all right. Sound, my, our our apologies, Keith. All right. Keith. First one will go to you, Keith. I need to know who is the manager for the San Francisco Giants. Gabe Kapler. Wow. How trouble. about that? All right. Yeah, that's called, sip, that's sip, called trouble. Sips in a, in an early hole. It's called trouble. All right, Sip. Who is the manager for the Boston Red Sox? Oh, oh. former Cleveland manager, right? No. <laughs> the manager for the Boston Red the Sox. The Boston Red Sox. That must be Don Zimmer. <laughs> Ever hear of Don Zimmer? <laughs> yes. I don't know who the manager. All right, Sox Keith. Do you know? Do you want a chance to steal? I think I know it. Just for fun, I'm going to say Alex Cora. How about that, Alex Cora? Gus, did you know that? Sip in a 2-0 hole. All right, next one goes to you, Keith, for the win. Yeah, just put me out of my misery here. <laughs> Who is the manager for the Washington Nationals? Davey Martinez. Holy smokes, that's a clean sweep. Congratulations. Well, we needed a quick game. We're up against Yowzers. Nice job, Keith. Stick on the line. You win bagels and Joe. Stick on the line. Gus will get your information. Thanks for playing. Thank you. How about that sip? That was embarrassing. It's hard for me to be embarrassed. Hey, oh, um, man, that's go ahead. What? Give me another one. Give me another one. All right, so uh, let me think here. Who is the manager for the Houston Astros? Uh, Phil Garner. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty Baker. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Dusty Baker. Holy Dusty Baker. smokes. Dusty Baker? Yeah. Okay, that's Dusty right. Baker. Um, New York Yankees? Billy Martin. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Billy Martin. Is he still the manager? No, no not even close. Uh, he's getting in do, fights with Reggie Jackson you, in the do, dugout. Do you know who the Cubs manager is? Uh, the Cubs manager. Former player, former catcher. Former Don player. Zimmer. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Spill over with DP and Jays next. Stay with us. Early break on the ticket. <laughs> 